Everybody, you are now listening to another episode of the Man Listen Show. But before we get started, let's hear a few words from our sponsors. DD's Daiquiris is your number one supplier of premium daiquiri mixes. You will love the taste of our classic margarita and signature strawberry mixes. Follow us on Instagram and Facebook at DD's Daiquiris. DD is spelled D E E D E E. You can also find us at www.dd'sdaiquiris.com. Didi's Daiquiri's giving good vibes to good people, one good drink at a time. Please buy the new book by Arika Nicole Moore, Diabolical Tales of Woe. Diabolical Tales of Woe is a thrilling collection of short horror stories that leave you in an excited trepidation to see what will happen next. Prepare to face one horrific encounter after the next in this captivating novel. You can find this book on Amazon in the Kindle and paperback version. That is Diabolical Tales of Woe by Arika Nicole Moore. Moore Grace Counseling and Mediation Services offers individual and relationship counseling as well as mediation services to the community. At Moore Grace, healthy partnerships are valuable and beneficial. Please visit the website www.moregracecounseling.com for more information about our approach to counseling. More Grace Counseling and Mediation Services, where we offer more grace and more healing. Are you looking for a virtual assistant who can help you with your scheduling, travel, research, and expenses? Demi Virtual Solutions is the answer for you. Demi Virtual Solutions also provides mobile notary services. They will travel to take care of your needs. So if you are in the Dallas-Fort Worth area, and need a virtual assistant or are looking for mobile notary services, contact them at 469-522-9005 and you can find them on their website at demivirtualsolutions.com. That's D-E-M-I virtualsolutions.com. Are you in the state of Texas and looking for a knowledgeable loan advisor that will walk you through the process from application to closing? Well, then you need to contact Joe Byers at Trinity Oaks Mortgage. Trinity Oaks Mortgage offers FHA, VA, and conventional loans. They also have a first-time homebuyers program available. There is also down payment assistance available as well. Make sure you contact Joe Byers at Trinity Oaks Mortgage. You can reach Joe at 972-512-512. 8990. Conversate with us radio presents the Man Listen Show. We are the blackest radio show on the internet. We bring you our opinion on topics that affect the black community in an effort to enlighten, enrich, and empower every brother and sister that falls under the sound of our voice. We operate on a no hating frequency, so be prepared for us to keep it 100% real and 100% black all the time. Please follow the show on social media, on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, at Man Listen Show. You can also subscribe to the show on iTunes, Spotify, YouTube. Make sure you leave a comment. Make sure you give us a thumbs up. And make sure you tell everybody about the blackest radio show on the internet, the Man Listen Show. 
I'm your host, Mark B. All right, y'all. So in the news, uh, the Supreme Court made a decision that is going to have a pretty profound impact on college players, Division I players, and the NCAA. It looks like the path for players to be paid for playing, for using their name, their likeness, it looks like that's going to become a possibility. Um, we just want to talk about it on the show because I know this is something we talked about, you know, a lot of times I've mentioned how I'm not really a big fan of college sports because, you know, it reminds me of sort of like plantation, sort of exploitation. So definitely want to talk about that. Some other topics in the news we're going to talk about. But what did y'all think when y'all, when y'all saw it in the news that the NCAA may start having to pay the players or letting them earn money off of their name and their likeness? I was excited. Um, I'm always hesitant when I see major decisions like that because, you know, there's some behind the scenes work and they've always got a plan B for how they're going to exploit people and get away with it. So initially I was like, yes, they're going to get paid. But then the lawyer in me um, began to be concerned for some of these young black athletes who don't have parents who can hire a lawyer to look over these endorsement contracts that could be in perpetuity if they sign the wrong contract and then next thing you know they're signed to the same person well until their NBA career and they're stuck with that so I'm sure that there's going to be a lot of positivity to come from it but there should also be some concern from the parents to make sure that their children aren't being taken advantage of so I when I was reading about I do think it's a start but I honestly don't like it like it's not enough I feel like this is just a kind of a way to, you know, pacify everybody, but it's not going to fix the problem. Just March Madness alone, just that one tournament is like a billion dollar business every single year. And basically what the NCAA is saying or what the rules are saying is that athletes can, you know, get paid off of their name or they can host the camp or they can sign an autograph and that and they get paid. But what about the other, you know, 10, 11 guys on the team? And then even if you are one of the top stars, most likely you're going to be a one and done person. Um, maybe you'll stay four years, you know, but, you know, if you are playing like, you know, basketball, which is a climate control sport, it's all year round. And even football, most of the time you're a collegiate athlete. It requires your time all year round. When are you going to find the time to actually commit and host to, you know, putting on a basketball tournament in order to get paid and hope that you have a coach or athletic director who's going to let you take that particular weekend off and do something. So I just don't like it at all. Like I said, I think it's it's basically just, like I said, half-assed. Like, you know, we, the players need to get paid. That's it. Now they're basically just giving them a small window to get paid on their own. And again, that's not going to affect all 15 guys on that team. Well, I think it's capitalism. You know, if you if you can earn it, then that's on you. And if you don't, if you're not able to, you know, command that type of value with your name and your likeness, and that's on you as well. I, I I like what you talk about in terms of like having the tournaments because I know guys who were former basketball players, and that was kind of like an old school hustle for them. Like they all played in college, and they say, hey, "Listen, you know, we're gonna put on a a, a a clinic or a camp, put all our names on it, had the kids come out." you know, charge, you know, whatever money for them to come in and that's it. And really, if you think about it, if a player has that name recognition, they really don't even have to be there for the whole, the whole camp. You know, they can have their boys come from high school, whatever, you know, whatever assistant coach they had come and really run the clinic. And then they show up at the end of the day to give a speech to the players. You know what I mean? It's still that. 
So there's ways to get around it for them to get paid. Um, I like it because I think that anything that lessens the exploitation of young black men and women, because hopefully the young women can profit off of this as well. Uh, anything that uh, benefits them, I'm all for that. I think that these universities have made tons of money, tons of money, and they've exploited these, these young athletes to the nth degree. So I, I, I like that this is happening. But like Arika said, I wonder what type of loophole they're going to find that's going to allow them to either limit what the players can get or make it to where they can profit from it as well. Because you know they'll find some way to do it. But that's just me thinking out loud, but I, I like it on, on its surface. Yeah, I think I like it as well. It It's not without its flaws, though. Like C was saying, there, there's a lot of – it's not enough. You know, it's a good start. And to me, it was rushed because, uh, like, California had done it on the state level, and uh, there were other states that were already doing it. So they had to kind of do something. Otherwise, you run the risk of literally every – good college players like, well, I'm going to go play UCLA or I'm going to go to USC or I'm going to go to Stanford or whatever, because North Carolina, you can't do this. Duke, they're not letting you do this. So they're, they're trying to, they're, they're something they should have done so long ago, so long ago. But um, I think the capitalism aspect, Mark, Mark, <laughs> like you said, if you, if you can get it, get it. If you can't, then that's on you. I also think there's going to be a push for them to kind of unionize. So they'll be like, okay, we'll pool the money somehow and everybody gets something, you know? So it's not that third string tight end is not getting nothing. He might not get what the star quarterback's going to get, but he's going to get a little something. I, I think that's what it's going to lead to as well. But see, I don't know if that's really necessary because like when we play college football, right? They never put the numbers on the dude. Right, or did they put the numbers on them but not their name? Yeah, I think they put the number on them so you knew who you were back in the 80s, I think. Yeah, they put the number on them so you knew who you were playing with, but they wouldn't put the name, right? So mm -hmm. it was like there's their attributes, their speed rating, all you know, their hands and all that stuff, but you wouldn't know their name. You aren't really back in the day when we were college, we were playing to play with, you know, Cordell Stewart. We were playing to play with right. Eric Bienemy, those top mm -hmm. guys. You weren't playing for the third string tight end. So Maybe they can say if it's a video game or something that's for the whole NCAA Division One, then everybody gets a piece of that. But anything that you can garner in terms of like shoe endorsements, video game endorsements, anything, that's on you, player. You know, and I think as it is right now, you can't do anything. I mean, I've heard of stories where you know a young man had you know lost his mom. He was you know he was raised by his mother. His mother passed away and people were trying to raise money for him to get him back home. And that was somewhat of a violation. They couldn't even yeah. do that. So I think that this really opens it up for they, for all that exploitation to go away. Right. Yeah, that, that's true. I, I guess, yeah, if it was a, a general licensing agreement or something for the whole team or something, then they could benefit off of that. But I also was thinking, I wonder, you know, you see all this stuff on those movies like Blue Chips and like the program where the boosters were paying these kids under the table. Now it's, hey, it's on the table. They could, they said they could offer the kids internship, paid internships, because that was one of the things. If you were on scholarship, you couldn't 
have a paid internship, you know, so that's going to be, that's going to benefit the kids. Some of them, I'm sure is car dealership. Like, Hey, you can intern with us. We'll pay you 50 grand for this summer. You don't even got to show up. You just, you know, you don't even got to work. You just show up on Fridays, you know, or, or something like that. So, so all the school mob jobs and no show. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, but that's good though. Because yeah, exactly. it removes the fear for these kids that they can't exactly. get any help or assistance from anybody without worrying about their eligibility. Because yeah. how many of us have been penalized, whereas the other white kids get away with, you know, these under the table payments, but they can't wait to find one of us getting some shoes or a too expensive of a dinner or something like that. So I feel like it's another way to, you know what I mean, undermine right. the success of black athletes too. So when you take away that fear, that gives them a little bit more leeway to play the field like everybody else. And they might have more negotiating power because, mm-hmm. hey, if I'm star quarterback and you making millions off of me at you know, at the games and stuff, maybe now I want a little bit of money. Now maybe I get to sit at the table and make some decisions because hey, you need me. I mean, like I want to play, but you still need me because I can go mm. somewhere else. These right. kids have Instagram followers. You know, I know young men who are going to the top D1 they, and they, they're already verified on social media. Just think about, you know, not just shoe endorsements because we automatically go to that with basketball, but like clothing endorsements, whatever you know what i mean there's things that they saw, can they can get yeah i saw uh i can't think of it because I'm, I'm not into the gaming type deal that much anymore but it was one of those sites because it's supposed to take effect july 1st and it, it's they put out some on instagram it was like any d1 athlete who wants to average who wants to advertise us on their page hit us up you know what i mean they already like hit us up because all these kids yeah they why they on twitch or whatever watching each other play video games and they might throw a little ad on their pay that that's money for them. And that's, that's cool. Yeah. I mean, like, I, it's definitely better than nothing, but like I said, it's just not enough. It's just, it's a start. It's a start. It's a way for those athletes, a lot of them to get paid, not all of them, but it's still NCAA still going to keep making billions and billions every year. And they're not willing to let go of any of that. That's what I don't like. You know, depending on what sport you play, and I'm not going to say it doesn't happen because we know that it does, but most college athletes, you know, just because of their practice and, you know, game schedule, it's hard for them to take certain classes to get a degree that's productive, you know, post-graduation to where they can make the type of money that they really, you know, want to or need to without, you know, playing professional sports. So I just still feel like the the NCAA has got to do more. They're not willing to give up any of their profits at this point. Yeah, because is this, is this, so this is like, okay, y'all can go make money, right? We're not going to prevent you from making money, but whatever profits we get from the gate sales, from, uh, you know, whatever, whatever merchandise that we sell, you don't get any of that. That's us. But you, unless it has your likeness on it, unless it has like your number that you're wearing currently during that season, then I can see the players saying, no, I want some of that. But if it's something, and you know, now I think about it, that ain't, that's, is that really different than what these professional contracts are? In well, terms so of, the I mean, thing, I guess they are because they, because they get a split of the revenue. So like, in, so, yeah, in, professional yeah, they, they split of the revenue. So I guess with the shirts, they get a portion of that. So with these new rules with the NCAA, you can't get a portion of anything that has anything to do with the school. The school's name can't be on a shirt, a program, 
it can't be an advertisement. So it's just you by yourself. So if they, you know, have the number, you have the number one selling jersey in the nation and that's your number and that's the number you're playing on it, you get zero. You still get nothing just like last year and the years before you got nothing. So. Yeah, they, they said something about it took away the artificial limit for what you could offer somebody educationally too, which is, you know, depending upon which athlete the top guys, it's not that big of a deal, but for some of the guys who aren't going to have a career, uh, I, I always think of football because it's a hundred guys on the football team. And so some of those guys are playing football and they know they're not going to be in the NFL. They're playing. I mean, it gets them an education, but they still had that artificial cap on what we can offer to you. So like I said, they can't offer you internships. They said they can pay for them to do study abroad programs, um, you know, pay for books and computers and stuff where before they weren't able to do that kind of stuff. So if you think about it though, that may make this crazy though. Cause you think about, Mm -hmm. look at some of the higher earning areas, like look at the universities that have like the, like the, look at, let's say like a Texas A&M versus, you know, and if you're in the state of Texas, you know, like the Texas A&M, they run Texas. They like skull and crossbones in Texas. So say you got those boosters, those alumni who are fluent and who can offer that, then that does kind of tip the scales of, you know, because like, it's, it's an arms race when you're recruiting players. It's like, it's, it's, it's the facilities, it's the coaching, the, the facilities and the coach and the coaches that I, I would say facilities is like top, like top two or three. You know what I mean? That's why HBCUs have such a problem with this. Um, and I wonder how this is going to impact our, our kids at HBCUs. I was just about to say what you, what you brought up is a point to where I honestly think part of it was the reaction to kids being like, you know what, maybe I'm not going to go to Texas a and I'll go to Jackson State or I'll go to Tennessee State or whatever. So this is actually going to widen that gap between the haves and the have-nots because, like you said, Texas A&M runs the state of Texas. So they got people in high places or, you know, that can offer certain things that where, you know, you might have thought about going to Prairie View. You might have thought about going to Texas Southern. But this guy from Texas A&M, like, hey, man, I got a job for you this summer. 25k just for the summer you know i mean you know yeah what do you do yeah yeah that, that, that's and i wonder can a family start getting jobs like how, how what's the limit start what you talking about they've been no i'm just saying like legally you know what i'm saying <laughs> but you were like the whole reggie bush deal like when they bought his mom right. house and you know cam Newton. i don't think cam ever got you know they ever like mm. you know really um, danny manning yeah. Danny, yeah did Danny manning get paid too no, I mean they got it. KU gave his dad a job. He was yeah, assistant. But coach. no, but I'm talking about I mean, they just gave like cats mom's house. Like we buy your mom a house. Bro. Oh yeah, yeah, like Reggie Bush. Yeah, okay. yeah. Like, like, is there a cap on that? Is there a rule against that? Where's it stop? I'm all for it. Hey, I'm yeah, all. Too. I'm all too, for man. it. For real, for real. People, I am too. Talk about keep capitalism. Fighting. Yeah, yeah. Because that that just that just. But hopefully these players i mean I, I i'm for it but hopefully they still have some i'm for it as long as they not sellouts you know what i mean you don't get all that and then you know you ain't mandating black women and you ain't for the community or anything like that if you if you just taking your resources to give it to a kardashian or something like that i ain't really for it but hopefully these brothers got some sort of you know 
<laughs> some sort of self-respect so let me stop for that <laughs> yeah. which i know yeah. what i mean for real i know what i mean all right y'all i think we talked about it enough shout out to all those athletes get money get paid make sure that you all follow us on social media on facebook instagram and twitter at my listen show make sure you subscribe on youtube give us a thumbs up Tell everybody to follow us. Tell everybody about the Blackest Radio Show on the internet. The Man Listen Show. We'll holler at you next time. Peace.